What am I about and what's my philosophy? We're going to build through the draft. We're going to acquire young, fast, and physical football players. We're going to be selective in free agency, and we're going to connect evaluation with valuation. We're going to have a, a relentless approach to fix our weakness. We're going to maintain great self-awareness self of who we are. We're going to solve problems with open communication and candor. And we're going to consistently put players in position to succeed. And the last thing, the most important piece, is we're going to take the North and never give it back. Well, anytime. Just get on with it then. That's Ryan Poles, the famous quote that has launched a, an eponymous podcast. And here we are with the Bears at yet another inflection point in their modern history. And here to talk about that and more is Brandon Pope. He is at B Pope TV, Emmy winning host of On the Block on CW26. And he has some exclusive interviews that are coming out one-on-ones with both Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles. These are going to air this Thursday and next Thursday at 7 p.m. on The U. Brandon, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. I mean, it's great to just be with y'all, friends and mentors and an amazing studio. Shout out to The Score, Mitch Rosen, all y'all. It's great to be here. Which guy did you get to talk first? Like, were they there at the same time, or were were they individual sessions? Yeah, they were there at the same time, but Kevin Warren is the early riser, so I talked to him first. Uh, notoriously. He, notoriously. He told me he does not use an alarm, which is wild. It still was able to wake up at, like, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, work out, and then make it to Hallis Hall. So, pretty incredible to me. I need an alarm. I need three alarms. Um, but, yeah, we talked to Warren first. Right after that, polls was up. Got some pictures of the two of them interacting and then got straight to polls um, closer to his office. What made you guys at CIU decide that you wanted to put a spotlight on them during Black History Month? Yeah, I just it, it's something we haven't seen before. I think for a lot of Chicagoans, specifically black Chicagoans who have grown up here in this city, when they think of the Chicago Bears, they love the Bears. Who doesn't in this city? But they've known the Bears as an organization that is from the top down, usually pretty white and something crazy happened where you got a black general manager coming in and then Kevin Warren, uh, a black CEO and team president at this inflection point to use your terminology too, where so many things are happening for the bears and their potential future. And then the NFL itself, the backdrop of that, uh, the top executive leadership of the NFL, you look across getting more diverse than ever still work to do with the head coaching perspective. Uh, but you currently have um, a wide array of black, GMs, general managers, team presidents. I believe you have seven presidents, five who are black, uh, three are women, nine general managers, including eight black men. Uh, so I just wanted to get Poles and Warren's perspectives on that because they don't talk about it a lot, especially Ryan Poles. Um, he focuses more on the X's and O's, doesn't like to get too much into his personal life. Um, but I thought it was a good chance to be able to kind of peel back the layers and uh, figure out the man behind the big decisions coming up. Uh, here for the Bears. I think the outreach and the discussion is important, too. Mm -hmm. One of the things I always joke with you about is calling you El Presidente. You're the president <laughs> of NABJ's Chicago chapter. That's the National Association of Black Journalists. And to have that that perspective and the discussion between you and Kevin Warren in that importance and you and Ryan Poles in that importance, what were your takeaways from how they've been portrayed so far? And then what you were able to discuss with them. And, and maybe there, I think there are some contrasting viewpoints, and, and yours definitely matters in the conversation. I, I appreciate that. I, 
ultimately, I think my biggest takeaways, I, I got a chance when I'm sure many of you too have uh, to, to talk with polls, interact with him when he first got here to the city. Um, and I was, I was enamored at his football acumen. Like we had a really good chat just about the X's and O's and football and his mentality about building a team. And then I thought to myself, like, how does a guy like that get where he is? There's a lot of kids that get into sports and their mentality is all focused on the field. And they forget that there are things you can do through sports outside of just playing on the field. And so Ryan Poles is a guy who did not have a stellar athletic career. And he, he, he made it to the NFL, but he was undrafted. He got cut by the Bears. Um, after that, who knows what he could have done, right? But he said, I have a passion for this sport, but I can, I can find ways to make a pathway through that. Um, and he's risen through the rakes through it. And I think that's, that's really cool. And then Kevin Warren on the other end, I mean, <laughs> this guy's whole story is incredible. A man who had a traumatic life-altering experience as a kid, was in a car accident, um, was in a full-body cast, didn't know if he was ever going to walk again. Um, and the way that faith has shaped his life and his vision, um, he's not really uh, – he, he knows X's and O's, but this guy is about business, he's about vision, he's about culture. He's also about himself. <laughs> no, he, he's also big – hey, no, I'll he, give you that. Like, I'm telling you, the, a lot, this, the one thing I've learned about him, if you sit down with him, he's going to tell – he's going to make sure – you know all about all of this mythology. Absolutely. And, and at some point, a lot of that, and it's, it's like, I get it when you first arrive. Here's the story. Great. But it still seems like that every, so much of this is imbued with his personal story. And I, the multiple day in the life treatments here, I would love to know sort of when, when that, when, when, it's, when we get past that, about the nuts and bolts of, of, of the work to be done. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did we learn about it? I think we learned about it. I think we learned a lot about his vision. We learned a lot about what shaped that vision. Um, I, I give you that. This is a man who, he is an expert at speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a really, he, I walked out of the interview ready to run through a wall because he's just great at the one-liners, right? Um, and he's, he's, he deserves like a speaking circuit. I'm sure he's on one. I'm sure he wants to be on one. So there's no doubt about that. He's great at selling yes. his story his vision, his brand, um, I think just being able to break down with him just the personal ways that that intersected from his family and the struggles he's had there um, to just life and being a black man and what that meant for him um, and how – what I was fascinated by – look, I, I'm a Big Ten football fan. Um, he came in. Be, and, be specific because you're not a Big Ten football <laughs> fan. It's you're, not you're an Ohio that. State fan. That's that's what it is. I am this a, one was talking about Justin Fields' pro day before anybody. Was. And and also I tried to tell everybody. Let, let, let's keep it a buck. Like you, you know how I know you're not a Big Ten fan because this man has spent his whole life talking about the SEC and all the problems of the SEC. But let me tell you what happened when when the CFP Final Four happened and Michigan was playing Alabama. All of a sudden, my man Brandon Pope is like, "Hey, Lawrence, can I get some Bama gear? Can I get something? Can I get a hat? Roll Tide? Like all that stuff? So you can you can save you're a fan of the Big Ten. You're specifically a fan of Ohio State. You were saying, okay, okay, I'm an Ohio State Not fan. Who ha- he? Hey, he had to. This is a journalist right here. He yeah. said, let's correct the record. <laughs> Do you blame me for the Bama loss? No. Okay. No. I, I blame a lot of other things, like their center <laughs> okay. for the loss. Okay, I've got that off my conscience then. Good. Like, oh. 
Who it wasn't you. It. You didn't. You didn't hold down the bandwagon so that they they would. We had room for you. It was totally fine. <laughs> the things Kevin Warren did as Big Ten commissioner were huge. Some would say batty in USC and UCLA. But to have that sort of vision, which now has just shifted the whole dynamic of college sports, and to see him come in um, to the NFL, and uh, obviously he makes it clear, I want to build a stadium. He was brought here to build a stadium, and that's what the resume shows. I, I'm just, I'm very fascinated to see what that's going to look like. And so getting to know the man behind it and seeing some of his vision and what makes him tick, I thought that was pretty captivating. And I hope uh, those who are able to watch this uh, feel the same. I mean, to me also, though, is the fact that this is a new president for the Bears when they hadn't had one since 1999. Right. It's, it's not just the background of his resume. It's that the last guy came up through the organization. They were comfortable with him. Yeah. He's going to bring a different perspective. He's going to bring different ideas. I feel like the Bears have done their best to try to be like, this is why it's okay that we have him and done these stories. But it, it it's also about being different and Frankly, being a black man in a corporate white American society, a lot mm-hmm. of times in the NFL, and and how that intersected, I think too. Yeah, I th- I think you if you talk to the people that work within that building in Hallis Hall, I mean those who work in the cafeteria, I'm talking about those who just everyone, uh, those who are cleaning, everyone there loves Kevin Warren. They felt an immediate culture shift in the building, and while they may be a losing team wins wise, when I walk in, even I feel an energy, a hope and optimism. I think part of that's just the guy he is. That's the brand he puts forward, is that hope and optimism. That's got to materialize, obviously, on the field, uh, but he's doing the culture job very well, and him being a black man doing that, too, I've already seen a shift, too, in how the Bears approach uh, DEI and diversity, equity, and inclusion. We're at a time now where multiple companies and corporations uh, want DEI to die. The 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 post-George Floyd boom of you know, supporting the marginalized has kind of been wiped away all of a sudden. Um, and the Bears have dug their heels in and said, nah, we have to commit. Kevin Warren digs his heels in, reaches out directly to organizations like NABJ, like the NAACP to say, hey, how can we be involved to make an impact? And what I like about it is what the misunderstanding that bothers me when it comes to DEI. Mm-hmm. It's not about support. Mm. It isn't necessarily saying we're just doing this for you or yeah. for these communities. It's good business absolutely when you have if you actually look at the results when you have more people at the decision making level with different life experiences as parts of different communities it makes your business better and more flexible and more aware and more sensitive and more empathetic and more productive they need you in those boardrooms saying exactly that that's exactly the pitch right there uh, DEI makes money. Yes. <laughs> diverse. The more diverse your audience is and the, the more diverse audiences you appeal to, the more you're going to bring in. If the Bears just appeal to one stale, old, traditional 85 Bears vision. Hey, I'm right here. I, <laughs> I think he's talking about me, that but one, I'm not sure. That, I don't know so much about it. I think he's talking about me. If they appeal to just that, they just start to kind of decay and become a fossil. You know, you have to get hip and realize our country is getting more diverse. Your fan base is getting more diverse. Your your team, your quarterback room got more diverse, right? And with that and that infusion of energy, you got to appeal to those and get more people to watch. And I think the other thing we have to factor in, too, is we're seeing 
just from a large perspective, media-wise, less people are watching TV, less people are watching live sports. They're watching the highlights. What the NBA is seeing right now, though, is these kids, they're on TikTok. They're on Reels. They love those highlights, right? And that's what's drawing people to actually watch the games. The Bears and other sports teams, they have to understand, you got to get hit with the times. And I think by bringing in Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles, some younger energy as well helps to do that. I wanted to – can we share some of the stuff that Absolutely. you guys had? I didn't know if you guys wanted to toss to it or me. I, I, I'll let you all do that. We can, we can toss to it. Look, why, don't, <laughs> why don't we start with Ryan Poles? And the, you, you asked him the question about his experience in his life and what really shaped him as a person and who he's become now as the GM of the Bears. Nothing really came easy for me ever. There's always a level of patience in my development. If that was just working through school, if that was you know being a Division One athlete, if that was, you know, trying to be a starter at Boston College and to kind of have them to work through my freshman and, and sophomore year and seeing NFL players around me and wondering, when am I going to play? That goes to going through regime changes in Kansas City, where I had different bosses that I had to work for and, and really starting from the bottom there and grinding my way to the top and, and taking the advice and being very observant of what's going on. And, and I tap into that every single day that I'm, I'm in this chair. How much time did you get to spend with these guys? Man, uh, so for polls, we got a nice 45 minutes with him. Um, and it's, it, it helped that, I mean, I've talked to this guy before. So I think he he felt comfortable with me being able to just, you know, drop the guard and just talk about yourself, right? And then Warren, uh, Warren's a talker. <laughs> that man is long-winded. So, yeah, we had about an hour, hour 30 minutes with him. Um, two great dudes. And you, you heard you heard Poles' story right there. Uh, when you when you face that adversity, it's very easy once you get those doors slammed in your face to just, all right, let's try something else. He said, now I'm going to break the door down and try uh, and, and dedicate myself to this dream. What did they talk about when it came to opportunities and the ones that they had? Did they expand on that? Because I feel like that's a big part of the discussion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the big thing is just they talked about seizing the opportunities they have and not looking – you know, keeping those blinders up, which is something I kind of relate to as well. Um, it's very easy to focus on other people's journey, who is, you know, accelerating further than you, what promotions they're getting, what jobs they're getting. And he, he talked very frankly about that. There were oppor- there were times he's trying to rise to the front office and he's seeing other people get gigs and he's thinking, wow, am, am I getting a message sent here to me that maybe something else needs to go on? And eventually the right gig came and he's hoping that is here at Hallis Hall, the Chicago Bears. So if you keep the blinders up, keep that focus, um, and just focus on the road ahead, you can get there, and I think Poles is a great example of that. Why don't we take a listen to what Kevin Warren told you about what his experience has been like and what he hopes to bring to the job of president of the Bears. I am so laser-focused to make sure that I do everything I possibly can. I dream about it every day to be able to hand that Super Bowl trophy over to the McCaskey. Family. I dream about it every day where our Super Bowl parade is going to believe, uh, be, be held. I dream about it every day, the ribbon cutting for our new stadium. Uh, I dream about when an app or Google or someone from Nike calls and says, can we come spend a day with you because you all are doing it the right way. And so that, that's how I look, and that's why I'm so excited. I don't use an alarm. I'm so excited to wake up in the morning. And You don't use an alarm? I don't use an alarm. <laughs> that blew my mind. 4.30. Blew my mind. Impossible. Impossible. But, yeah, this guy's drive, this energy. They all are going to say they want to win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's every person you talk to that's in NFL leadership. 
uh, what they're doing to do that. The Bears, as we know, have a great opportunity to build something incredible here. They just have to put the right pieces in place. Um, but the energy in that building and what the momentum looks like, uh, sky's the limit, you would think. Man, I hope you're right. I, I, I know we're <laughs> we're still in the honeymoon period here, and he is a he's a hell of a politician. Yep, and he has been. He and, could run for office. He really could. Well, he may. He might. And and that's why you know at every stop, you know, you 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 look at sort of where you know why these jobs have been where they've been for him at what times, mm-hmm. and I certainly don't rule that out because he does he carries himself with that kind of demeanor. Seems to have pretty good timing too. You know of when opportunities come up and finding, oh, okay, well, here's the next thing that I can do. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would be surprised if if Roger Goodell were to be infirmed or retire, that Kevin Warren's name would pop up as a possible replacement as commissioner of the NFL. Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you this about polls, too. To what extent do you think the connection and the experience with Kansas City is meaningful because here's Kansas City in yet another Super Bowl, and obviously we know that's the way businesses operate, not even just football, where, look, you're part of something successful. You've got institutional knowledge that can help our business. Have you recognized anything from that that's meaningful to what he's doing with the Bears? I think that's his fuel. I think that's a big part of his fuel. He understands what a winning culture looks like, and he's been part of that structure to win a Super Bowl. Um, and I Look, he hasn't said this directly, but I know he feels it. He's going to watch this this game Sunday with a little bit of a uh, little spice, a little, little angst, because that's where he wants to be. And he's got a grand vision to be a great GM for the Bears and bring great opportunity and wins to the city. Um, he got the roadmap he believes to do it through Kansas City. I think you can kind of see that in some of the moves he's making. You could argue Kansas City has been a team. Yes, they got Patrick Mahomes. We all know that. But they've done a great job drafting overall, great pieces around Mahomes, and especially on that defensive line, which no one really talks about. But that defense this year has been the star, all because of what they've built over there in Kansas City. He's very much a guy. He believes in line play. He wants to build in the trenches first and build outside from there. Uh, the Montez sweat pick, a big example of that. So, um, you know, the time is going to tell ultimately what the wins losses are going to look like. But Kansas City is definitely a roadmap for him and how he wants to build this thing out. Be Pope, man. We appreciate you coming by. When can people see the entire piece? Thursday at 7 p.m. on WCIU's on the block is when the Ryan Poles piece uh, will, will uh, premiere. And then uh, Kevin Warren, February 15th, Thursday, February 15th, right after Valentine's Day, show some love um, on the block <laughs> <laughs> on WCIU. And thank you guys for having me and uh, having a great discussion. Uh, and uh, let's let's go Bears. Yeah. I also want to say on the block is, uh, is part of Block Club Chicago. Absolutely. Uh, just shout out to everything that Block Club Chicago has done and is doing in uh, the current environment for journalists to have that sort of of grassroots level journalism in a city this size is important and appreciated. It's huge. I, I can't sing Block Club Chicago's praises enough. One of the most impactful journalism organizations in the country. 
And uh, having a TV wing to it, I think, is a big part of that. Congratulations on your Emmy, by the way. Thanks a lot, bro. I appreciate it. Where is it sitting? <laughs> I didn't want to be one of those people that has it, like, in their you Zoom window. You should have window worn it like zooming. Flavor Flav in here. <laughs> Had a chain? <laughs> Just walk around with it in one hand at all times. Be a heavy chain. My chain heavy. Yeah, my chain heavy. No, I'm not that obnoxious. But uh, I'm hoping it's not the last one, so... You know, it, yeah, but it was a pretty big deal, you guys winning in the category that you won. Yeah, yeah, it, it felt good. In the moment, I couldn't believe it. I'm still humbled by it all. We have an incredible team back there. It really, I really don't see it as my award. It's a, it's a team award. Neither does your boss. She sees it as hers. It is hers, exactly. <laughs> hey, all the love to Afia. Absolutely. It's, there it is. She's the Kevin Warren over there. She, okay. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks Thank so much. you, guys. Thanks, Brandon. Brandon Pope, host of On the Block on CW26. Uh, when we come back, some people in the world of tennis are talking about the television business, an incredible invention from some of these sports networks right now. It's really amazing what they've come together. It is. Isn't this incredible? I can't wait to talk about this newfangled thing that they've created for us. Yep. It's it's a miracle that this has never been thought of the, before. The market's never seen anything like it. It's a true disruptor. That's next on the score. <laughs>